What's up party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to professional dancer, Drace Reed. Drace has danced for everyone. He has worked with Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston, Ricky Martin, Christina Aguilera, and many more. He has done over 10 world tours. 10 which is insane. He gives us a bit of an insight into his career and how he became a dancer. He talks about what it was like booking his first major job for Janet Jackson. And he also tells us what it was like booking Michael Jackson and working on that project and gives us a bit of insight into what that was like. I hope you enjoy. I had a great time talking to Drace. He is a wonderful person with an astonishing career. Here is Drace Reed. What's up? How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Holy moly. Sorry, I have my boys out here with me. It's all good. Oh, damn. Three dogs. <laughs> my huskies. Yeah, yeah, they're beautiful, man. Thank you, brother. How have you been, man? I'm good, bro. You know, make, making the most of not being able to do much. Yeah. No work. But enjoy, to be honest, I'm really trying to just enjoy, enjoy this time, uh, <laughs> not having to travel and stuff like that, you know? That's honestly is, uh, was the biggest you know, upside to this. I mean, there's not really an upside, but well, if you, you could find, you could find a, happy, you know, a great line there, that, that was, that's been the best part about this because I haven't been able to work. You know, I haven't been able to travel. So I was able to be here for the birth of my son. I've been able to be here for the beginning of everything. So for me, it's a, uh, it's a blessing in disguise as well. Well, well, that's what I was about to say. Like for you, timing was perfect. Cause mm -hmm. you know, congratulations. Thank you very the much. Birth, the birth of your, your son. Getting to, and it's nice because you're getting to spend the first moments with him, you know? Yes, yes. That's, the, that's my, because that was one of the things that my father used to tell me is that he, got to, he had to miss out on that because he was in the military. Yeah. So he kind of had to ship out really, like, soon after I was born. So he missed it a lot for the first couple months. And that was one thing I always promised that I wouldn't do was, you know, I wanted to make sure I was there. Yeah. And it's funny. So I've been watching uh, through all this time. I bet you've been watching Star Wars. But I've been watching uh, it. Yeah. Uh, of course you have. <laughs> I've been watching all the Avengers. What up, Marty Kadelka? I've been watching all the Avengers back to yes, back. And I watched Endgame last night, and uh, Tony Stark's father said, there's no amount of money that can buy a second of time. And I was like, yo, that's perfect for us to hear right now. Exactly. That and that's perfect. honestly, guys, that's the beauty of this is that, you know, like I said, my mindset has been like this 
with or without a pandemic. You know what I mean? I've always been the type of person to be like, if you know, you don't always have to be the richest person because of money. You know what I mean? You have your family, you have everything else. And that's honestly the only, I didn't care about doing a crap load of stuff in LA. It was more about doing a video so I can get back to home and have me a family and, you know, be able mm -hmm. to support them. You know what I mean? That was kind of the goal. Yeah. Um, it, I just got lucky. What's, what's dad life like so far? Oh, it's brilliant, man. I kind of, yeah. I think because I'm the oldest of my siblings, so I kind of helped raise my siblings. And, you know, I mean, all my friends have already had kids and I've kind of been around them. So it's like, and I teach babies too. Yeah. So for me, oh. this dad thing is kind of natural. Yeah, that's dope. And he's just the chillest little thing. Nappy changing and stuff, you finding all that easy? Oh, yeah, man. Nothing yeah. is a challenge right now. This is all cake. And he just looks at me like I'm crazy and we keep going. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to them little, uh, trying to teach them Jedi doing? ways. Say what now? You're going to teach them Jedi ways. Yes, sir. I can't wait for him to begin walking. My dad started teaching me as soon as I learned to walk. So that's what I'm going to do with him, too. So I can't yeah. wait. So uh, for people that don't know, uh, Drace is very much into karate, right? Yes, sir. Karate King is a Jedi. Um, yes, sir. I am a master. Grandmaster now. So not only an incredible dancer, but a ninja, too. Yes, sir. <laughs> Gotta protect your family, right? That, yo, and yourself. Yes, sir. I'm coming <laughs> um, home. Yeah, facts. Um, so, bro, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I know we've been trying to figure this out for a few weeks. Yes, but... and that, you know what I mean, with the baby and everything, it was been kind of hectic, and I apologize for that. But No, bro. Uh, you sorry, not sorry. I got something beautiful out of it. <laughs> yo, you, you don't need to apologize at all. That's I, I should be apologizing, because I was like, in my head, I didn't want to be like, yo, I'm going to let you do your thing. But I thought to myself, I'm going to let, do, let him do his thing. Like, he needs to be there for his girl now. Yeah, so I appreciate that. Like I said, nothing is more important to me right now than my family. So Which is I really dope. appreciate the understanding. And uh, I'm glad we were able to finally link up. And, man, it's been too long since I've even seen you, you know, and talked to you. It's been great. Bro, it's been like six grow years, man, seven so. years, bro. I know, it's ridiculous. It's been long. Um, how long has it been since you left L.A.? Uh, probably about four, five years now. Are you enjoying being away? I am. I am. I mean, I do. Don't get me wrong. I miss, I miss the hustle and bustle of L.A. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it is the East Coast. And it's kind of slow over here. Uh -huh. so, you know what I mean? I feel like I kind of pumped the brakes. But it was great because, you know, I found my family. I got my baby, you know. And, I have a and wife. I've done, you know, I, made, I made the most of those four years, four, five, four, five years. Yeah. And Millennium's opened a studio there, right? Where you are. Not in North Carolina. I'm in North Carolina right now. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to go to Tennessee, but then that changed once I met my wife. I mean, once we, I got married and we were, mm -hmm. you know, we got pregnant and it was just like, you know what? We'll go ahead and just hang out here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make him. Is there much yeah, let's work? Let's go ahead and hang out here because all my family's from North Carolina. Well, they're not from North Carolina, but they live here. Is there much work there, like for a dancer? Not really. No? I do most of my work by, you know, traveling out. Mm -hmm. And I do, I've been doing a lot of judging is what I've been doing. Nice convention, judging and there. traveling, and you know, going to different countries and whatnot. Teaching martial arts as well because I, you know, I've been doing kind of, I've kind of tapped into doing everything because my first love was martial arts before dance. Mm -hmm. That's what, my, like I said, my dad started teaching me at one. So it was great to come home, we uh, link back up with my father, and finish my my grandmastership. And now we're two time Hall of Famers, and we're we're doing good with that. So sick, man. Um, I've so, been doing that, you know, I, I, as well as my, my dancing, because every, everything I do in dance is influenced by everything else I've done in life. So a lot of my martial arts helps, with, it helps people do my dancing as well. So. Yeah, of course. So what made you start dancing, bro? If you're doing martial arts at one and learning how to kick people's butt, what made you go, oh, I want to moonwalk as well? 
Uh, well, this is actually shout out to Boogaloo Shrimp. This goes out to Breaking Man. That's the movie that got me into dance because what, what happened was my dad was my dad used to pop and lock. You know, he's back from back in the day. He used to you know, he's a gangster with the popping apparently. But anyway, he um, he loved the movie Breaking. Yeah. And uh, when he was training me in martial arts, we used mm -hmm. to do our jump rope routines and everything that we had to do our boxing routines. We always did it to a beat, which ended up helping me with my dancing. You know what I mean? So, um, but he always had me jump rope to a beat and it always was the soundtrack to the movie Breaking. Oh, and sick. then my mom came home after signing my sister, my younger, my, she's my middle sister. So yeah, my younger sister, she brought her home and had just signed her up for dance. And I guess that same day, the guys that taught, taught hip hop there, they also brought out mats and were like doing hip hop and breaking in front of the studio and stuff like that. And my mom saw that, saw, saw a black man doing it as well. And was just like, okay, this is something I can get you into. You know what I mean? And she came home. I said yes. And it's, it's been a rap ever since. I was like seven. Sick. You started young, bro. Yes, sir. And I did one year of, uh, uh, I did one year of just like um, hip hop. I just did a hip. Well, I, I started as soon as I walked in the door, I was the only guy at the studio. So they, they immediately put me into like competitions and stuff like that. But I only right. did hip hop that year. After that, they told me I couldn't do hip hop unless I did jazz, tap and ballet as well. So I did jazz, tap and ballet. How, how long did you do like the techni techniques for? I've been doing it since I was eight. I, I did one year. The first year I started was just hip hop. After that, it was all it was everything. Yo, that's dope. Mm -hmm. did, did you enjoy it? like doing I the technical it. side of stuff because i guess ballet is very disciplined like martial arts is right so i guess That's... to carry across you're quite used to it yes sir and i think that was exactly what what made ballet such uh you know i, I wasn't turned off by it as as much as most guys would be especially yeah. you know especially back in those days i'm not that old but i'm old enough you know what i mean yeah before to know cool. what it was like before the whole dance boom happened i know what that struggle was like especially being raised in the south yeah so you know, for me, <laughs> I was just more concerned with doing something different, mm -hmm. but at the same time, staying the same, if that makes sense. So ballet, because of how structured it is and the positioning, there's mm -hmm. actually a lot of similarities. You know what I mean? The only difference is, is that you're turned out instead of turn instead of parallel. That's mm -hmm. the only difference. You know what I mean? So um, once I realized that doing ballet was kind of like doing katas, you know what I mean? Learning all the forms, learning the, the, the how to do it on beat. The only difference was the beat. But I had, like I told you, I'd already started training doing that to beat. So it was, yeah. for me, it was kind of a natural fit. And then dance came along, and I, after that year, it kind of it kind of blossomed into this whatever you want to call it. To be honest, you know, whatever you want to call it, it blossomed into drinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. I just I fell in love with it, man. I love music, and you know. I'm from a, I'm, my mother's Spanish. I'm from a musical family. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just in the blood. So what was the, what was the turning point where it went from just being a hobby to like, I want to pursue this? I want to say it would be like my very last year competing. And I stayed a little later. So I think I was like 18, just about to turn 19. Uh -huh. And, um, I won like whatever the competition's title was. I, I, I I think it was actually Star System. So I was like Mr. Superstar, whatever that stuff was back in the day. Jed Jedi Superstar. Yes, Jedi Superstar. And at, and at the time, there was somebody who was judging who did like um, the Music Man in New York. Uh -huh. And they were looking for people. And that's kind of what started it. That was when I was like, oh, I can actually do something. And like, I'm going to New York. Oh, I've never, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can do something with dance. Because honestly, like I said, in the era I was growing up in and, you know, 
I was always told what I couldn't do. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. And what I shouldn't do, and be, you know, being a brother who danced and who was straight was a was a was a thing yeah. back then. You yeah. I mean, right now, it's you know anybody can dance, and I love it. But back then, it was a, it was a little bit of a struggle. You kind of had to. I'm it was from de- the time definitely from the frowned upon. I had to be like, you know what? You you I had to be kind of spiteful. Yeah. The more you told me I couldn't do it, the more my body was like, you know what? I feel it in my bones. I need to go do it. So I just went and left, and I had like two hundred dollars. I left. So you went straight to New York. I went to New York. I booked the Music Man, and I did. They turned it into the cross country tour, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't do it. I, I didn't like. I didn't. I couldn't be based in New York and paying like the, the prices was ridiculous. Like, like <laughs> so I was like, I had already gone out to LA and tried it out for like a convention. Yeah. So I was like, let me go out to LA and try that out. And like the first day I got there, I I, I got a job at like Quiznos. So I was like, all right, I got a job. I had already had an agent from uh, Clear Talent. I'd already booked an agent through doing like a carnival through that that convention I told you about. So I had already gotten an agent. I already had a job. I was like, all right, let's go. Yo. So when you did Music Man in New York, how long were you there? Two months. (laughs) So not even long enough to be a New Yorker. Like, no, no, you were not made for that life. I love, yeah, I love, love New York as far as visiting, but it was just not. It wasn't my scene. And like, and like I said, this is, this is the, like, I'm not that old, but this was a while ago where, you know, it was a while ago to make a difference. So it was like, for me, the, the, the dance swag and the community and me being a Southern nice boy, it just didn't really work out for the, the cutthroatness that is New York. Yeah, it's brutal, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I decided to go to a different type of brutal, which is L.A. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a more behind your back brutal. Than in yes, face, it, yes, it is. But it's also very much in front of your face at the same time. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's like, it's just what you're willing to accept and what you're not. Yeah, true that. So how, what was it like going to, uh, from home to New York and then to LA? Did you feel like you settled in LA quickly or was it like... I, I feel like what is, as soon as I stepped off the plane, I felt like I was home. Oh, like sick. once I had made a decision to go and I knew that, you know, I knew I was scared shitless, like to be honest with you. But I knew once I made the decision to go and I didn't have anybody to fall back on, I had to kind of just go. There was no doubting myself anymore. I didn't really have time for it. I had to, I had to go. Yeah. And how, how long, like, were you in LA before work started coming on? Oh, dude, like, it was a struggle. I was there. Well, actually, I was in LA for about, before I booked a book, like an audition Mm-hmm. gig like i booked like you know how la works you know you get your carnivals you get your you know your gigs here and there but my yeah. first real like i went to the audition and i booked this job was janet jackson so it was like a full year i had booked like i said little mini things here and there but my big audit my big job i'm doing something on tour or on a video or something like that that was janet jackson that is insane yes yes it, yes it is do like, <laughs> like, you know what i mean like that is insane. Like, I was gassed when I went to LA, and the first thing I booked was an audition with Shane Sparks. I was like, yo, I'm dancing with Shane Sparks. Like, and you know what I mean? Shout out to all the old school Gs that were teaching at that. You, and that's what I love about talking with you right now, is because you, you remember that millennium back in the day. Yeah. And, like, and you remember those old Debbie Reynolds, you know, all that. So, I mean, like, that's where I came from, too. You got to see the tail end of it. Like, I got to get there a little bit before you. So it was like, before I got the new generation. Like, Yes, you start. Yeah, you were the start of that new generation. It's a beautiful thing. And, I and then I bounced. I love the evolution of it, <laughs> but I just, you know, it was a, it was harder to do things back in my day. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. 
Bro, what was that like? Like, even going to that audition for Janet Jackson after only being there for a year? Okay, well, first off, you know, you know I did Mike, of course. Of course. But, but we'll get to I that. Was, I we'll was raised by a single mother. You know, I love my father, don't get me wrong. But I was raised by a single mother. So okay. I was used to the goddesses of music. So I knew a lot about Selena. And, you know, I knew mm -hmm. a lot about Whitney Houston. I got to dance for her as well. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, I got mm -hmm. to dance with people that I grew up listening to. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, the, the my Jackson was Janet. Yeah. Like, that was my, like, dream was to dance for Janet. So, like I just told you, that was, like, my very first big audition. I got a job. Shout out to Gil Dulao. But, like, this was, that was, to me, was, like, oh, okay, I'm cool. I don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I've booked Janet Jackson. Like, I'm probably going to never do anything else again. I'm cool with it. I, like, that's you know okay. I mean? like, yeah, it's okay. I'm in here with Blake McGrath. I'm in here with Misha Gabriel. We had, who we had Antonio Hudnall. Like we had a bunch of like wow. it was like a whole new roster too. Nick Bass was there, choreographer Rena, Reno, sorry, was there. Like I mean, Bro, it was like it's like my dream to go back in time and just stand on that stage with you. Mm -hmm. It was great, man. Those time, those were like amazing times. Especially because like, when you were in those type of jobs, you were in there with the best, and there was no question. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, you just don't get pasts like that now. And it's, it's kind of sad. Like, that's the thing that I miss about the old school times. You know what I mean? Is that, like, I loved auditions, dude. Like, because like, you, like, you go to an audition, and you literally would see the people that you used to watch. And they'd be in that audition going for blood. And that's when I learned the most. It wasn't from any classes. It was from those auditions where I was told no. All those auditions. And trust me, there was a lot of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I learned the most from those. Now, those were like classes for me. Like that's what I loved about audition. It was it was class. Yeah. What 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 did you like? How did you cope with rejection from auditions and stuff? Well, I mean, again, you know, I mean, I don't want to sound too stereotypical, but being from where I'm from, no was a was a constant thing already. So like, I already had thick skin. That's kind of what the the whole me going to LA thing was. I, it was just about timing. I was already 21. I had already helped. Like I said, my mother was a single mother, so I'd already helped raise my sisters. I was a grown man when I went to L.A. Yeah. And I was, there was certain things I wasn't willing and certain things I was not willing to do. You know what I mean? There was no changing my mind about it. I'm a man. You can like it, or, you know, or you yeah. cannot. And that's what I love about my career is that I've always been like that. You know what I mean? I do mm -hmm. my job. You hire me because I'm the best at what I do. And when I get there, I handle my business. Mm -hmm. I yeah, don't do all the other extra yeah, you know that, I mean? that's that's a that's a great way to take it. I feel like uh, we're in a different era now where no is much harder for people to take because yes. we're, they're constantly complimented all the time. So they're not used to getting critiqued. Like if you go on yes. any dance dancers Instagram page and look through their videos, there's loads of people just telling them how amazing they are. So when they do get a no in real life at an audition. They're not used to that because everyone's used to getting flame emojis or told they're dope. Yeah, yeah, or other. <laughs> you know, and that's like, the other thing is that you know, I mean, I, you can tell you can tell by my Instagram. I'm not Mister YouTube. I'm not Mister Social Media like that. Like, I do enough to let the people know what I'm doing and inspire as many as I can. I don't go to do. I don't do my jobs or my work now for the likes. If that makes sense. No. If you follow me, change. great. If you follow me, great. And I hope you learn something. And that's what that's what my goal is, is to reach the ones who want to learn something. And if you don't, then great. You mm -hmm. know, I hope you learn something from somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. So, bro, what was it like? First of all, describe the feeling booking 
that Janet Jackson job after that audition, getting that call to go, you're on. Well, let me tell you, it was a funny thing. I was actually put kind of like on alternate position. Okay. So when I got it, I didn't really get it. It was more like I got alternate. Like to me, that was still like reaching like. Yeah, bro. In my eyes, you know what I mean? I don't, you know, I, I don't care in, what anybody else thinks. In, in my in, eyes, in my eyes too. In so in too. my eyes, I was like, holy shit, I just got alternate for Janet. Like, I got to go celebrate. That's what my mind was. And then all of a sudden, and I think it was with Tucker Barkley. Oh, sick. And he was like, I guess, he was young buck. Like, maybe 15, 16, 16, 17. Like, yeah, he yeah. was like a young dude. Uh, shout out to Tucker. I love him. And, uh, but yeah, we were like, we booked it together, alternates. And then and they needed to add somebody to the video. And I got the call for that. Sick, man. And I was just like an alternate. Like I said, I was expecting to be like in the back. Like, you know, I'm cool. I just want to be here. You know what yeah, I mean? That's, yeah. that's kind of what my headspace was. was just let me kind of fill in a slot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and just hang out and learn. That was the only thing I wanted to do was just let me learn. If I get to talk to her, holy crap. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but I'm just going to be here. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to say yes, sir. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, it was, like I said, it was my first professional gig. You know what I mean? So... But luckily, like I said, it was a lot of ours first, like really big, like job like that. So we all were kind of thrown in the same boat. I got lucky because we were all, it was a lot of new dancers for Janet at that time thrown in at mm -hmm. the same time. So even though some of them had bigger names and, you know, you know, whatnot, that was kind of like all of our, like, here we go. You know yeah. I mean? so it was all eyes on you, but as a collective, not just as exactly. an individual, which is nice because I guess then you feel like you got a bit of support with you. Yes, and it was cool to be in that kind of. I I love the pressure of it, like being in that kind of situation where, like, not only are you feeling the pressure of all all your 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 teammates, but you're feeling the pressure of you know your teammates are dope. Like, there's not this isn't like competition. I'm at my my studio back at home. No, this is you're in a pond of sharks. Everybody, sharks. <laughs> Everybody's a beast. So if you don't hold your own, they can find somebody else. Eighteen year old Misha Gabriel. Like Antonio Hudnall, like you see what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? And then Craig Grace is up in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? <laughs> what, bro? You slot in, you slot in that fucking pool. Dude, Yo, man. that's crazy. And then they brought in Ed Moore to do the choreography for the actual what we ended up selling for. So that was great because he's a great choreographer as well. Yeah. So I guess straight away you already, you know, you don't only book the biggest job of your, you know, of your of your. Goals in my in my opinion of my life at that time like that was only like janet is like one of those jobs you go out there to book after you've already done some stuff you know what i mean like no you're fair. i wasn't even expecting the opportunity let alone to book it bro it, it, it's so. crazy and then you work with people who are incredible incredible and you, and you work for choreographers who are incredible you know what i mean yeah. it's like that first experience i guess ticked so it was many like boxes. being shot out of a cannon man because i tell you what it went from that to Amarion, which I ended up, you know, shout out to Amarion. I ended up having to turn that down because I booked Christina Aguilera's Back to Basics tour. Yeah. Which was a dope tour. Which was one of my favorite tours of all. Like, that was one of my favorite tours. Just Who choreographed that? Jerry Slaughter. Jerry Slaughter, right? Yes, sir. Yo, that was a dope tour. It was full out, though. Yes, it was <laughs> full out. And it was, and the reason why I loved it is, and the reason why I love Jerry's, Jerry's choreography is because it's, very much how I still dance. It's, it involves everything. You have to be a jazz dancer. You have to kind of know. And if you're not, you don't have to be a jazz dancer, but you have to know how to adapt 
and do jazz. You have to adapt and do some Broadway right quick. You might have to do some swing dancing. You might have to do some b-boy stuff. You might have to flip and you've never flipped before in your life. You better figure it out. You're yeah. on tour. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was what was beautiful about that. And he also trusted his dancers. He wasn't one of those choreographers that was like a whoosh. You know what I mean? Like uh -huh. he knew what he had. If you're messing up, we fixed it. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. other than that, he trusted his dancers. And that was a beautiful thing to be a part of for my first tour. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's something about uh, working for a choreographer when you when they've got faith in you and trust you. You feel so much. It's empowering, you, man. You feel so at ease that you're actually better at your job. Exactly. You know, it's, like. That's exactly what, like, I did maybe, I did a couple jobs with him. I also did the Whitney Houston tour with Jerry. So, like, I, every time I got to work with him, it was great. Every time. What was that first tour like? That was, that was kind of like uh, the, the way I felt with Mike. It's, that's, the thing, that's the crazy thing is I've been blessed with very, very awesome opportunities. And it all happened like, it was almost like a continuous dream, if that makes sense. Like I went from Janet, like I already told you, I was already at my, on cloud nine at that point. Like how yeah. can you get me higher? Okay, here we go. Let's do Christina Aguilera and do your first tour. Let's send you out of the country and go to Europe for your first leg of the tour. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? I'm leaving North Carolina and I'm in LA. I lived in the park in LA. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I taught at Millennium for classes and now you're telling me that I get to go on somebody else's dime to Europe and chill with Christina Aguilera. Like, come on, man. Like it was, it was, like, what do you mean? That's kind of where I was at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for a really long time, for, like, that first eight years, like, it was just like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> it's like you fell asleep for eight yeah, years. And it was crazy because it was just like, it was continuous. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And no, and it wasn't just a dream like that. It was, I was busting my ass, don't get me wrong. But it was just how it kind of lines up. I never really got over the last big thing and then all of a sudden something else great was happening and it was just like wow like you know what i mean i couldn't really I, it's hard to put in words because i never I, I never expected to feel that you know yeah especially after like you said like having so much adversity trying to be a dancer like exactly. and everyone saying no to then go in okay like you just mentioned that when you went to la like you lived in a park yes like so the hunger go, park you know where it's at right behind the hunger of course bro yes, every sir. dancer every dancer stayed at the hunger park once yes sir yes sir <laughs> i did that for about a month month and a half two months took showers at friends house mike d <laughs> you know what i mean like had a lot of friends trent dickens had a lot of friends that looked out for me including misha's and nick basses and all you know and the marty's and everybody that always looked out for me and let me crash and do stuff like that twitch is one of them yeah who also did that david moore like i had a lot of people who for no reason just had love for talent. And when they saw talent and they saw the good person, they gave you a shot. And it was, that was what I loved about LA is where I'm from, you don't get shots. And when you get them, you got to take them and run for, run with it. And that's what I mean by it was a surreal experience for me because because of my mindset and being in a take it and run with it type of mindset, it was kind of hard to digest all these blessings that just for some reason are happening. And it's like, I call them blessings, but in, in reality, it's just what should be normal. Mm. You know what I mean? Like treating people with respect, saying hello, being cool. It was almost like LA was like that for me. It was like going to a dance mecca. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was it like everybody loved everybody. It didn't matter what shape, size, color, orientation. It didn't matter. You know what I mean? It was, it was amazing. That's the, what the, I loved about LA. The, 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 one of my favorite things about LA is knowing that everyone was there to succeed. And, and nobody was afraid to help each other ex succeed that was mm. what i loved about la 
that's what I mean about New York. You know, you know, shout out to any of that, but dancers in New York. But that was, in my experience in New York, was very much I'm by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I got to LA, it was very easy for me to fall into this industry because it, the people made it easy. You know what I mean? People were willing to give me a shot. They saw what they saw. They liked what they liked and they gave me a shot and I took it. Yeah. And I didn't let anybody down. You know what I mean? I, I did what I had to do. Yeah, well, you step up to the thing. That you was step up to the plate when you got to step up. Yes, and that was my thing too. Is you know, I'm not saying I'm the best, but you put me on this stage. I'm gonna do the best I can. I'm gonna make sure that I I, I give your name a good name. You know what I mean? That's that's something that I try and teach a lot when I teach students. Like, like everyone's constantly telling you that you've got to be the dopest dancer, and I'm like, yeah, like that's the aim, of course, that's, of course, of, of course. course, to be the best you can be. But just because you're the dopest dancer doesn't mean everything's gonna work. Yes, like, and the thing that I've always pre I've always preached this is you, nobody is the best at anything because there's always somebody better. Yeah, you know what I mean. The only thing that makes you the best is the willingness to learn from why you're not. You know what I mean? Or from to learn from other things mm. and to make yourself continuously better. You have to be a constant student to be the best on a continuous yeah. basis you know what i mean yeah and to be the constant student that means you're going to be you'll be you'll be on the smart dancer mm -hmm. as opposed and to that, the dope and that alone like if you, you know what i mean and that's why you know what i mean it's so obnoxious that check the rest thing i like to say but i say that for a reason because i've worked for every genre of music every genre mm -hmm. of dance i've done it professionally mm -hmm. you know what i mean so you in my opinion if you want to be a dancer you have to versatile you know versatize your swag do everything, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I've even done fight choreography on a Kids' Choice Awards with The Rock one time, you know what I mean? Like, there's, you never know what you're gonna do, you know? Yeah. You yeah. Don't learn how to adapt, you know? Yo, and that's yeah. what my career has been because I've been able to work with a lot of different people in random cliques and random, like, I've never really been in a clique. I kind of, I love everybody. So I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm cool with everybody. Yeah, and it's you're, been you're, great you're, to like learn from everybody's experiences and and that's been the, the blessing too is being able to learn from everybody out there and i've been very blessed and fortunate enough to be able to do that i was going to say you're kind of like eddie morales in that way where you didn't just work for one count you yes. know what i mean and you both you both have like that same kind of if you look at your resumes cvs we call them it's oh, he's my hero, like, by the way. Like, he's my, like, I love Eddie Morales. Like, you both worked for so many different camps. It wasn't like, oh, I'm Team Roast, or I'm Brian Freeman, or I'm Jerry Slaughter. Like, you jumped so many different camps. Yes, sir. Which is and super it was great. It was great to be able to do that. And that's kind of what I meant by, you know, I've, I always did my career in a certain way. And it was, I back up what I say. If I say, if you book me for something, that's me giving you my word that I'm going to hold you down. And I will hold you down. Mm. And it doesn't matter if I'm injured, doesn't matter if I'm sick, it doesn't matter what's going on, we'll figure out a way to make it work. And then that's kind of what I've had pride in my in my career. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 there is something about like a uh, dancer mentality, isn't it? Like, uh, like you say, whether I'm sick, whether I'm injured, like if you did a normal job and you're sick, you, you don't go in. But for yeah. us, it's like, for some reason, we're drilled that the show must go on, which is a great thing. But like, it's strange. I don't know any other businesses which have that mentality. And I think that's why I have such an appreciation for dancers and what I do and what we do as performers and entertainers is that people don't understand how much we go through to give you a good show. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the beauty of it. We are artists mm. at the end of the day.
And it's, yeah. for me, it's not about the money and all that. Yeah, it's great. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Of course, I would love more of it. I'm yeah. not. I'm not dumb. <laughs> but I do this with the art and how I feel when I see a, a, an audience member's face light up when we're on stage. How I feel when a student sees me do something and their face lights up. How I feel when people come to me and tell me how I've made their day better. That's what I go for. You get mm. what I'm saying? That's what an artist does, and that's actually what choreography used to be. You know what I mean? And yeah. some of it still is. I'm, there's still the exceptions, but you know what it is. It's just a little oversaturated right now. Just so, just, I would love to see a little bit more heart. Yeah. Yes, I feel you. Um, what was it? So, like, it going from, I guess, to Hunger Park, mm-hmm. to staying in five star hotels, being filmed on private <laughs> jets. Like, did you do you did you find that at all ever hard to cope with? Because what I find that dancers tend <clears> to do is that we get to live the lifestyle of a celebrity, but we don't get paid the lifestyle of a celebrity. No, no, no. And, and, and I always found that a really strange thing to kind of take in. I'd be like, I'm in the club and I'm surrounded by rich, famous people who are pulling up in Maseratis and like, but, yeah. but I, I'm getting Uber home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's actually, you know, for me, I, I, I didn't really come from much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, even now, like, it doesn't matter what money I've made or what money I have. Like, I still in the mindset of as long as I have a family, I have food on the table. I have a roof over my head and my baby's fed and my dogs are fed and we're all smiling. I'm good. I don't need all that extra stuff. Now, did I live it up when I was in L.A.? You damn skippy. You know what I mean? Like, I had a good time when I was in L.A. It was great. And that's because I came from nothing. You know what I mean? So when I was getting all this money, you got to understand, too, we're in L.A. It's not New York. But it's still LA. It's still expensive. I, like, I'm in North Carolina right now. The, I was paying what, roughly with car, fifteen hundred a month for a room in an apartment and a car. Yeah, that's roughly easy for nearly fourteen years. Yeah, you know what I mean. And <laughs> I, I pay probably all that for the house I'm standing in right now. Yeah, I you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so if you look at it as far as that's concerned, I could have taken some of that and came back here and been balling out for years <laughs> you know I mean? like, but you've but got to kind of adapt paying, to the lifestyle paying, there too yeah i mean that's what people don't understand is like even my family they're like you're making all this money help us out i'm like shoot i pay fifteen hundred dollars i pay a whole lot of money yeah. to, to, to stay here you know what i mean just for like i said just a room this isn't like i have my own apartment i'm, I'm sharing a place yeah even so. though even though i'm on stage with the biggest artists in the world still got roommates it's, it's- but that with that right there is the thing i miss about la because because you had to pay so much and it is la there was always something you could do to hustle you get what i'm saying there was always yeah. something always something always. like it didn't matter what time it was you could probably find a rehearsal somewhere or something to jump into or an extra you know like to be an extra in the back of a movie or you know what i mean bro that was the beauty of la you could be a i pretended to be a waiter you know like, exactly. Like, like, exactly. For bar mitzvahs, <laughs> I'd never waited in my life. Exactly. I was like, rent due in three days, and I'll get paid today if I do this job. So I'll do well, it. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. You also learn that when you're in LA. Let me yeah. tell you how many jobs I've done. I've never, I've never performed before in my life. All of a sudden, I was a professional. Yo, you but, just say yes to everything. Yeah, just yes. yes. Can you ride a horse? I, mean, I, yes. I am a, I'm a, I'm a BMX racer. Yes, I can, I can do, you know, I've never ridden a bike before in my life. But yes, today I am. Yeah. Are you, are you doing a close-up of just my face? Because nothing else is going to do the right stuff, but I can smile. Like, <laughs> one of them. So from going from 
Christina to Whitney. What was the journey to Mike? Well, actually, Whitney was after Mike. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, Whitney actually booked us, booked Shannon and I. Yeah. Um, through Jerry Slaughter and everything, but they, they she wanted to have some of Michael's dancers because apparently her story to me was that her and Michael used to share um, musicians and sometimes some of the dancers that they, if, I don't think Whitney used a lot of dancers, but sometimes she would use like his people. So that's kind of like her thing. Yeah. If she like her percussionist was Michael's percussionist. She's like, he's got the best. I want him too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So when we did her last tour, I got to go on tour with some of the folks from This Is It, and it was good. So that was comforting, especially because that, that ended up being her last tour as well. You know yeah. what I, mean? so. I guess you, you went through some uh, a traumatic time with those people. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So to then actually get to do something that you actually get to do together would mm -hmm. be, you know, it's probably nice. You'd make a little family. Yes. yes. So what, what was the process like for auditioning for Mike, bro? Because I remember when the audition call came out. And I want to say it was like 2007, 2008. I think it was 2000. Yeah, you're right. I think so, yeah. Around then, right? And mm -hmm. I, I was like 17, 18. And like, I, I remember seeing it on, on like the news or something like that, or like Michael Jackson preparing for tour. And there being thousands of dancers. Oh my gosh, man, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, what was that like? Well, for me, it was, it was, I always wanted to put myself in a position where I could possibly do something like that. Now, that being said, I had already done that with Janet. Mm. Like, so when I did Mike, this is probably 10 tours deep I'm in already. You know what I mean? And you, you already know your craft. I'm already on, like when I did Mike, I was a vet already. I'd mm -hmm. already done a whole bunch of stuff. So for me, it was just another, let's just see if I can do it. That's kind of how I went to everything. And that's why I, like I tell you, I treated auditions like class because mm. this is Mike. We had the original Michael, we had some original Mike dancers. We had people who've done stuff with Mike back in the day there at these auditions. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. so for me, I treated it like that. Like, okay, let's go, let's dance for Mike. Let's see what we can do. Let's at least try to get in front of him. That was my goal. You know yeah. what I mean? Like all that other stuff, that, that was blessings. All I wanted to do was get in front of him. Uh -huh. And it was just the most incredible dancers of all time in the same place, male and female, by the way, yeah. roasting everywhere. Like it was just like, like I said, it was like the Mecca. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, Everybody bro, that... from all, and it was like United Nations too, because we had everybody from all over the place. Yeah, like, you people know what I mean? like, from Australia, like Shannon. Like every, like, exactly. We had, we, uh, we had people from all over the place, Japan, all over the place, China. It was crazy. Mm. So for me, I just wanted to be a part of that. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. It'd be like if Woodstock came back and you're like, um, yeah, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly what it was. It was just like, oh, Mike's doing something? Yes. You know what I mean? It didn't even yeah. matter what it was. And, and, and especially because he hadn't done something in such a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So we were like, and when I got that call, I was like, yep, I'll be there. Yeah. For sure. What was the audition like? Was it the longest day in the entire world? Uh, I, I, honestly, for me, I was having so much fun. I don't really recall how long it was. Does that make sense? Like, mm. I was having a blast, dude, the entire time. So for me, time kind of was just like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm learning original choreography. I'm learning like 
I'm like, I'm going off. We're doing it on the Nokia theater stage. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That that was what, in my opinion, set me apart from everybody else. Because, like I told you, I'm already ten tours deep. So putting me on a stage for an audition was kind of like putting me at home. Mm, it's like a tech rehearsal. Yeah. So I'm not standing in the straight line doing what everybody's doing. I'm performing like I'm on stage. I tour. You know what I mean? Mm. So when I was doing my freestyles and when I was doing my thing, it was for an audience. And Michael saw that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, from what I've been told is why I was booked. You know what I mean? So. And then how long was it before you started the rehearsal process? Not that long. It was only a week or so. That's dope. Maybe two weeks, I think. And then you, you rehearsed for a while, right? Yes, we rehearsed for a good minute. What was that? What was that like being like the part of? We did like two weeks of rehearsal without Michael present, give or take a day or so, and then he showed up. But he was like, "I wanted to give you guys space and do all that." Yeah. But we're like I said, dude, we were there learning stuff that we didn't have it perfect, but we've been watching these moves since we were kids. You get what I'm saying? That's like everyone's got their own. It's kind of like it. it's kind of like the electric slide. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like that's how michael's choreography kind of was to us because we've we it's been so ingrained and we've seen it so many times in different ways and different videos and different it's been so like i've seen michael so many times i can't even like even by accident you know what i mean mm. so when we started learning it it was kind of like okay we got this we already know this we're just kind of cleaning it it wasn't yeah. even it, it, it didn't feel like i was at rehearsal it felt like i was at cleaning like the end of rehearsals you get what i'm saying yeah. like because you already, already know the know rhythm everything. patterns Yes, we know yeah. everything. The only thing we did that was different was that we put things on actual like beats because mm -hmm. Mike had more of a feeling back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all we did was just add it to like a more like a beat. So that's why we were so clean. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so when you went into that rehearsal process, obviously you rehearsed forever. And basically, I'm sure everyone listening knows and people I'll upload this to my podcast. So there'll be more other people listening to, but everyone knows obviously that you go right to the very end before going on tour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously I can't even imagine what it's like to first of all, be told that you're not going to go on tour mm -hmm. for one of your dream jobs, but also that obviously he's passed away. What was the process like after that of going, it's not happening. It like, kind of was exactly how you just said it. Like it's just not happening. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just not so to weird. sound like, insensitive, I but it. I mean, not to sound insensitive to anybody or how you know how it was treated. You know, I mean, I'm not saying anything like that, but that's kind of how it was. It was just kind of like, boom, it's over. Get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Did yeah. did it, it affect you at all? Of course, of course. Like he, you know, the thing I loved about him is he made his time with everybody. Everybody can tell you their own little personal story with Mike. You know what I mean? Because that's the kind of person he was. You know, he made time to go out and make sure that he put an effort into your story. He knew about me staying in the park. He went and found out about that so he could come and talk to me about it. You get what I'm saying? Mm. It wasn't. So everybody, I'm sure, has their own experience with mm. how they felt about things. For me, it was kind of like being with the uncle. You know what I mean? Like, he was just really cool. He treated me with respect. You know, he was, he, you know, he's also a genius in every form, you know, every form of the word. So it was like. All I was doing was just learning. It was like learning from the master. And being a martial arts student, that's kind of where I was at. You know what I mean? I was just yeah. like, Master Michael's here. Let's yeah. learn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's where my head was. You know what I mean? And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to ride this cloud as long as I possibly can. And then it was kind of like the bubble burst. And it was like, the, it was like, wake up, son. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like we were all shooken from a dream. You know? Mm. Yeah. It, it, it's, 
it's crazy, man. It's like, for for me as a dancer, like, the only thing I would want to ever have done more than that is J JT. But like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> like my that's like the one other job that I would be like if you know if I could do anything else still to this day, like Justin Timberlake all day. Like, but just to be like, it's almost happening, and then it mm. gets taken away sucks. So it's just like, what 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 happens after that? Like, was there like, okay, I've got other goals to achieve, or is it just let's just see what happens? No, it was, um, I, I was fortunate enough to um, have a conversation with him before I left and, you know, before the next day. Mm -hmm. And um, the last thing I said to him was, you know, I will continue to inspire because he was just like, you know, I, I thanked him for inspiring me. And he was mm -hmm. just like, he said, make a promise, always inspire. Just whatever you do, always inspire. So for me, it was... I need to get up off my ass. Don't feel sorry for myself. Don't, you know what I mean? Let, let's, we got we got a promise to fulfill. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I did things that I, 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 I spoke against, like auditioning for So You Think. You know what I mean? Like, just me personally. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't care if anybody else does it. Just me personally. I was like, I would never do this. And I did it twice just because of the goal of I want to inspire people. And if that's the outlet I need to use, then fine, let's do it. You know? Yeah. And that's kind of what, after he passed, that's kind of what my career became. It became a let's figure out some ways to inspire some folks. You yeah. know what I mean? And let's do it without catering to the social media swag. That's kind of also been my thing too, mm. which many people would say that's kind of an Achilles heel and it, you know, I'm not Mr. Popular with the likes, but that's not the goal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cause I guess your whole career, kind of was booming before the social media started booming. Exactly. And you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is, you know, that's what I'm trying to instill in people is that type of performance swag, that type of learning, that type of knowledge, like going on tour instead of sitting at home doing a video. You know what I mean? Like yeah. pushing yourself to be better instead of being complacent in where you're at because people think you're dope. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, can't, can't edit that. I, I mean, you know, you, got, you can imagine of the, all the people that I've danced for and you've only mentioned maybe four yeah, I, damn near 50 artists I dance for. So it's like, if you really look at what I'm trying to say is you need to make sure that you are not complacent. Be versatile. That's what I mean by my versatility. Be versatile. Don't stay in the, I'm only going to do one job. I'm only going to do one class. I'm only going to do one teacher. I'm only going to do this one swag because I fit in there. Mm -hmm. Great if you fit in there. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Love if you fit in there. But that doesn't mean you can't tiptoe outside your circle and learn some other stuff. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, and maybe, just maybe, you can bring some of that new stuff into that circle that you're in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you go from dancing for Amari into Enrique Iglesias. Like, that couldn't be any further. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing salsa. I'm doing merengue. I did Ricky Martin's tour, and I booked that because I'm a martial artist, and he needed capoeira, like, he needed capoeira done. Yeah. So... You know, I mean, and shout out to Jason Young for that too. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it was certain things. Like, it, all the things that I have been doing in my life built up to all the things that I have ended up doing. You get what I'm saying? Like, all mm -hmm. the martial arts training, I booked Ricky Martin because of that. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. if it wasn't for martial arts, I would have never been able to do that. Yeah. You know I, mean? I, booked Michael, I booked Michael Jackson because I knew how to do Fosse. Not yeah. because I know how to pop and lock, not because I'm the most badass battler. No, it was because I know how to do Broadway. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And that's what Michael is. And anybody who's ever watched Michael knows that his stuff is Broadway, jazz. It's not all, it's not hip hop. 
Well, if you look at the dancers, there's no hip hop cats on them. Exactly, on exactly. They're OG jazz swag. You know, like even even Timor, like you don't really see him do jazz, but he's technically he can do technique. But he can get it. Yeah. Like shout out to Timor. I love that kid. Like that, you know, he's killing it now. Yeah, I love he's, him. He's Mr. Hollywood. He did great. And you know, I think he had only been dancing for like what two years when he did Mike when I first met him. Yeah, he shout got, out to Timor. And anybody who watches Timor, that's exactly what I mean by hustling and checking checking the res. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. Check the resin about a resume. Check the resins. Check what I check the work. You know mm. what I'm saying? Check the work that's been put in. Yeah. What are some of your favorite moments, bro, of your career? Dude, man. Obviously, besides Janet. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. I was like, <laughs> like, are there specific <laughs> moments like where you're like, like you remember a moment in time on stage where you're like, yo, or in a rehearsal well, with one something. Of my, I mean, I know it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's obviously Mike, but like one of my very, very favorite moments was uh, with Mike. Mm -hmm. And we were doing the freestyle and I want to say it was, let's dance, let's shout, shake your body down to the ground. I think it was, I want to say it was that song that we mm -hmm. danced to for the freestyle um, at that time. Yeah. And coming down the, coming down the ramp. Yeah, that was that point. Yes. But yeah. I, I want to say it was we had done that a few times different ways. We all because it was a freestyle. So we kind of did like different things to see what we wanted to do, who would go first, who was going to, you know, what I mean, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember when I finally went up and started freestyling. Um, well, not just me, but just period. When we started the freestyle section, it was almost like Mike hit like a ninja button in his body or something like he hit a smoke pellet and he was on stage all of a sudden because he was all the way back in the in the audience i was like how the hell did you get up here so he's in the back so he hits like a smoke pellet he's on stage and right when i'm starting to dance i notice he's there you know what i'm saying so i'm dancing and he's kind of doing like the like yeah. in your in your face he's giving you, you energy can't help but be like Woo! You know what I mean? Like that yeah. right there was my moment where I was just like, I'm here. I'm dancing with Mike right now. He's feeling me. We feeling each other. We're going off. He's being Mike. He's he's literally feeling it. That's what I loved about him. He made being a dancer an amazing thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. He, it's like he <laughs> he was empowering you, bro. Like <laughs> exactly because he loved his dancers. He treated us like family, man. Like we were like his kids on that job. It was kind of like what I always say is he was our Peter Pan. We were the Lost Boys. Yeah, that's what but it felt like. Like I know Lavelle quite and that's well, and why I, said that's the same. Why, that's why I say it's like a dream state because it was just like being. It was like hanging out with Peter Pan for a couple months. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's sick. What do you think some of the most difficult things about our profession is? Well, we've already talked about the money, so we yeah. That. I mean, we should be paid like LeBron James. You want to be? You want to be real with it? But <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if you really want my opinion, we should be in pay. Because as much cause, as we break ourselves, you know what I mean? We're, like, we're all on lockdown and we're not allowed to go out yet. Everyone is being entertained by our work. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm but you know what I mean? At the same time, it's an art. That's yeah. what it's there for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're we're necessary right now. And it's and that's why, you know, no matter what I my opinion is, I, I love the evolution and I love that everybody at a touch of a button can get a hold of this dance industry. Yeah. You know? and learn something and be educated by something. I love that we can talk right now and no matter who you are and where you're from, you could be on here looking and listening and learning something. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the, for me, that's the benefit of the like social media era. Like yes. we're, we're opposite ends of the world and we're having a conversation with no problem. Like yes, that's sir. The <laughs> it serves purposes.
Yes. I mean, um, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's like, a, for me, it's more of a love-hate. It's not, and, it, and I say that in the fashion of I personally can't just be at home doing videos all day. Like, I got, I got you know what I mean? I got things to do. And I have goals that I have set, and it doesn't involve me doing that. Mm. Now, shout out to everybody who does it. That's your hustle. Do your thing. But people making coin from it because now. i'm so yeah and they're doing their thing and i'm not mad at it like mm. there's a lot of hustlers and i'm, I'm really proud of, especially of a lot of my friends who are doing their thing and killing it like i'm very mm. proud because they found their niche and they're doing it and that's what you should, that's exactly what dance is to me you should find what fits for you and you work that shit i say that all the time bro everyone asks for advice i say find your niche and like, my, my niche happened to be no niche, if that makes sense. Yeah, you I, happen to I, be able to do everything. Yes. My, my niche was adaptation. It was adaptation. was being able to, like, be friends with, not just be in these groups, but be friends with everybody. Like, I, like, I genuinely am friends with all these folks. Like, I love these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Martys, the, the, the Brian Friedmans, the Gills, the, you know what I mean? Like, the Jerrys, the everybody. Like, they're all different crews, but I love them. You know what I mean? Like, it was great to work with these folks. Mm. What do you see for your future, man? Like in five years' time, in it, like in an ideal world, without being well, allowed to leave the house. Well, right now, my plan is is to get up out of North Carolina. So I'm about to ship up my my family. We're about to go head back out west. Oh, so um, that's my goal is to go out and take my family out of here and go somewhere where we can be. It's uh, like I said, it has that love that I would tell A for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, that's that West Coast love. So I'm gonna bring my family back out there. We're probably gonna hit Vegas, I think. Smart move. Because Vegas, for those who are interested in dancing and wanting to be in the West Coast, Vegas is four hours away from LA. And it's cheap. <laughs> and it's cheap. You see and this little cheap. house I got right here? You can get this for about two, three hundred dollars cheaper in LA. And I'm in I'm, I'm sorry, in Vegas, and I'm in North Carolina. Yeah. And in LA, that would get you a one bed studio. <laughs> yeah. A one bed studio if you're lucky. Yeah. I hope you don't have a dog. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I mean, Vegas, I think if, if you're a disciplined person, which you are, mm-hmm. I feel like it could be a real great place for a performer. I think well, it's also have because, I'm, because I've, I've really, like I said, I've gotten that, that's, that second Hall of Fame award for martial arts. I'm, I'm planning on trying to go out there and doing more martial arts as well. And that's why Vegas is a good spot because they have a lot of USC, they have a lot of fight choreography mm. and a lot of training centers for that so that's why i'm like i can bring instead of coming into a situation where i'm like hey i want to learn how to fight i'm coming as a a, a two-time hall of famer martial grandmaster saying hey i'm also a badass dancer who knows who's choreographed for some of the best so let's do this instead of starting from scratch yeah and i guess then you could even going to like choreographing like fight scenes for film you know using that skill trying to get into that's what i'm trying to get into that's the way. And then, it. you know, I danced for Mike, and that was a ridiculous dream of mine. So I said, screw it. Why not just aim for Star Wars? That's right, son. <laughs> next? Give me a Jedi. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's the one. Um, <laughs> bro, you've had a very exceptional career. and Thank you very much. Truly deserved, because actually you're more than just a dancer you're a pretty exceptional human from all my encounters i've had with you um, i feel the same way about you brother that's why it was it was such a, a pleasure to do this with you man like, I, like, like i said moving away from you know going to north carolina of course it's not like i'm in atlanta with like marv or somebody like i'm like in north carolina i'm still four hours away from him so yeah 
I'm kind of literally like in my own little world right now. Yeah. So it's I nice spoke to Mark like friends that ago. kind of grew up in the struggle with me. So it's really, it's really mm-hmm. nice to hear from you, dude. Yeah, I spoke to Mob like two weeks ago, and he he he's he's enjoying the break from LA. Yes, I listened to that podcast, and he's at like everything he was saying is exactly how I feel because we left about the same time. Yeah, he went to Atlanta, I went to North Carolina, and we both. I think one of the last jobs I did was with Marv was mm. one of the was the hologram for Mike. Yeah, it was. It that was sick. Yeah, so when we did that, like you that Rich was Rich and Tone. Yeah, for Rich and Tone, who are the like I love those dudes, man. Yeah, I've never got to work for them. I would love to, even though I'd be a bit intimidated. But. They are intimidating. You know why? Because they are the truth, and they don't hold back telling it to you. And I love it, man. You know, what I mean? like I said, you you know my background. I'm a I'm a militant. My dad's a military police officer who's a grandmaster. Like I do martial arts and dance. Like I, the way I feel about it, it was when they were getting on me about doing something wrong. I was like, yes, sir. Well, you know you're Let's leaving go. better, bro. You know you're leaving better. Yeah, and I was you know, I I love Richard Tone. I'll work for them anytime they want, and I'll take a, a verbal beating from them anytime they want to give it to me because I learn everything I need to learn. When they speak, it's gospel. Facts, facts. They're yeah. definitely not a, uh, I guess, in the public eye to dancers as they should be. But and I feel like, but truth. I feel like none of none of your generation dancers are really. No, and you know, I mean, and I don't want to be Mr. Bitter, but we should be. Yeah, I, I said the same to Super Dave. Like, I was like. Uh, to me, the most undervalued <laughs> there is. Yeah, you know, you know, it's just, like I said, everything's timing, though. You know, we just happen to hit the end of that whole, like, if, you know, Michael would have lived maybe a couple more years, it'd be a different story. You know what I mean? But mm. at the same time, I never did this for glory anyway. Yeah. I just wanted to be that one person in the video that another dancer was like, I want to be him. But the way yeah. I did when I saw Rosero and Jamal and all them doing the Usher videos, and when I saw, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. when I saw Fly doing the Usher videos, when I saw, you know what I mean? <coughs> Rich and Tone and Jamie King killing Dangerous. Get out my face. What do you mean? Yeah. And you're telling me I get to work with them right now and do a hologram? Bro, yes, I sir. need to get Jamie King on here, man. He's That's what you need to do. Like, speak but to if him. you want to learn something, go to Jamie King. Yeah. But I bet the thing is, no one under the age of 20 probably knows who he is. <laughs> and that's unfortunate. You know why that's unfortunate? No. This is why the, the one thing I preach in class, this is the one thing I feel like is the most unfortunate about why we're overlooked is that we are a Google search away. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why it's frustrating. Because when I was doing my thing, we didn't have Google search. Yes, true. You know what I mean? I knew who Marty was because I had to watch and, and search you be looking at the credits. Janet Jackson, and I had to look at the credits, and I had knew who you know Gil was by looking at the credits. I knew who choreographed Justin by looking at credits. You know what I mean? Mm. Like in the beginning of his stuff too. You know what I mean? Like you had to figure out who people were. Mm. You know, you had to do your homework. Yeah. Now it's and a fast. Now it's, it's already a fast track. To me is there's no homework done. You know mm. what I mean? Like I that's and that's the reason why I am what who I am. That's why I have done as great as I've done is because of the homework. Yeah. It's not because I was lucky. I wasn't they, yeah, that's there's luck in there, but I like I said, I put myself in those situations to be able to make myself better. Mm. And mm. as those situations came, I rose to those challenges, making myself better, earning the next challenge do you understand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and that's what people are afraid of doing right now is earning the next challenge they just want to you know put something sexy on instagram and get a whole bunch of views bro we live in the world of instant gratification man yeah 
like I said, it's, find it's, the it's, it's sad, but at the same time, it's like a new way of doing your hustle. You know what I mean? Like things change. I'm not going to sit here and try to hold on to the past and be like, oh my God. But there's some things that could be done that could be done a little bit differently. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you can actually put love into some movements instead of just seeing the same thing and copying somebody else's stuff and everybody doing Fortnite for five years. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I hear I'm a savage one more time nice. <laughs> you know what I mean like you know what I mean I get it's fun and of course you know I'm guilty of it I've probably done some of that stuff too but I do it for fun you know I like I mean? it's not about trying to be famous you know I like I mean? seeing non-dancers do it that's my favorite when the that, non-dancers that's do when it. I, I like it. see I don't want to see a full-out professional you just finished tour yesterday do the savage and thing. then you're doing like, this you and I'm ridiculous like, to me <laughs> I'm like we know you can do this fool like <laughs> if you can't do this and grandma's hitting it we got a problem yeah. why are you on tour yeah it's the whole point of this is so we can laugh at grandma doing it go go girl <laughs> yeah exactly yeah Let everybody else have a lot you know have some love stop trying to steal the shine <laughs> stop trying to outdo everyone when you're already good at it <laughs> bro this has been a pleasure man oh man i love you bro it's been man, great talking too. to you man it's been so great talking to you and you bro uh, maybe we'll do it again in a few months we'll have a little catch-up see how the family is your little yes, jet sir. in vegas yes sir and hopefully and next time i'll bring him out here he's been a little bit fussy today but That's i'll bring okay. him out here so you can meet my little padawan sick bro please stay safe take care of yourself and thank you so much for your time i yeah. really appreciate thank it thank you so much and i appreciate it and to everybody who came to, and participated in watching and listening i appreciate you thank you very much brother much thank much. you bro thank you for listening to the ins and outs podcast please leave us a five-star rating and review on itunes and share the podcast with your friends and family boom we out